In this episode of The Full Nerd, Titan X Performance, new Titan X Performance, RX 460, RX 470, and gaming headsets. Oh, and what's smaller than a bread box and faster than your dad's computer? He's giving you the finger, Gordon. Are you giving me the finger? Yeah, see, obviously. This is this is the, how the magic is made. <laughs> Welcome to it. the Full Nerd Episode 6, recorded on August 2nd, 2016. I'm Gordon Maung with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello. And our very special guest, freshly back from Europe, Hayden Dingman. Hello, everybody. Today, awesome topics. G- uh, is it even GeForce? I don't even know, Brad. I don't, I don't even understand nope, no what G-Force, it is. So no it's, GeForce. Well, we'll bring it up. So obviously... NVIDIA's brand new Titan X. No, not the old Titan X, but the new Titan X. Yeah, I'm a little sad they reused the letter this time. Yeah, I... Because I, they went Titan Z last time, and I thought we would get another... I got to say, there's some confusing branding there. Titan uh, XX. Titan XX. They, we, so, they had such an opportunity to use Titan XP, which ties right in the gaming and everything, too, and I'm sure. really disappointed they didn't go with that. But doesn't XP sound like old Windows? Like Windows XP, <laughs> that's, that's obsolete. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's don't a do problem. That. It's like Athlon XP, which I remember when AMD was like, Athlon XP, we were like, what? You're going to name it after the operating system? Well, I don't understand. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, Titan X came out today. Um, we can talk about performance. Uh, it is obviously NVIDIA's... Brad actually knows more of the actual specs on the card. I just pushed a bunch of numbers on a machine, which we're going to show you in any second. Mystery machine, if you can guess what's inside this machine down to the specs, we will not give it to you. If you get it right, you definitely will not be in line to not get this machine. Well, I mean, if, if, they watch, if they watch PC World Live yesterday oh, right. uh, on Facebook, they know. But they so. will know how fast it was, right? So Brad can actually tell oh, true, you. true. Yeah, Brad can actually tell us about the specs on the Titan X, though, because I, I can't remember anything. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, it's basically like uh, a whole lot more than the old Titan X. It's kind of confusing because you're talking about Titan X versus Titan X. Um, the new Titan X is based around the NVIDIA's new Pascal GPU, just like, you know, the GTX 1080, GTX 1070. Um, whereas the old Titan X had like, a, it was about a gigahertz, one, one gig uh, clock speed. This one goes all the way up to 1.5 gigahertz, just like all the new, you know, Pascal-based GPUs, just crank clock speed, so it's super fast. Um, it has over a thousand more CUDA cores than the GTX 1080, which itself was just like the most utterly badass card I've ever tested earlier this year. And this thing has a thousand more CUDA cores. So it's like a sense. third more or something like that, or almost yeah. a third? It's, uh, I think, 2560 on the Titan, okay. uh, on the GTX 1080, and 3584 yeah, on the new Titan X. And, uh, and it has, you know, uh, 12, well, how many gigabytes? 12 gigs? 12 gigs. The one thing, I finally memory. pulled up the specs in front of me, so I would know. So. <laughs> yeah, Quick. and that's with the new GD, GDDR5X memory, like the new faster that's version a, of That's a fancy. dumb amount of VRAM. 12 gigs? Yeah. I, well, it depends because they're pushing this card for learning and stuff. Yeah, too, well, so. it's it's the usual like Nvidia, like, hey, we're gonna pretend this is sort of a gaming card, but if you buy this for gaming, you're probably dumb. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's the interesting thing with the, this Titan X. Of course, it was kind of the way with all of them, though. If you think back to the original Titan yep. and you had Titan X, it was like nobody really understood. It's like uh, the price on this card, Brad. I'm gonna let Brad break it to you because I don't want to make you cry. So twelve hundred dollars. 
$200 more than the last Titan X. 200 more than Titan X and almost twice as much as a GeForce 1080, right, if you can find it. It is one. twice as much if you can find it at MSRP. Yeah, so so I'm curious, Gordon, because I, I read your, your thing. Okay. And uh, you tested it, uh, you know, two Titan X versus two 1080s. Right. But we Water can't cool. we can't test a single config yet. So uh, I'm I curious to see how one Titan X holds up against two 1080s. So I guess I'll do the big reveal, or should we? We'll do it after. The, should we do it now? Yeah, let's, too let's, much suspense. Let's, let's wait. Let's wait. We'll wait. Let's hold it. Adam says, wait, hold on to build suspense. Yeah, suspense. What's build this it. box. Remember, guess the specs. You will not get this box. You will definitely not have a chance to get this box <laughs> at all. Right. So that's that's how they trick you into these. I actually did do one test at the very end. If you go to PCWorld.com, you can see uh, the write-up I did putting a uh, incredibly small computer against a big-ass water-cooled one. And I basically got a 13,083 in a 3D Mark Firestrike Extreme. I disabled one of the cards. Uh-huh. And then against a water-cooled overclock GTX 1080, uh, I was getting about 10.8. Right? So these are and the, both of these are 10-core broadband. Yeah, so there's, there's a, a difference, but not... Probably enough to justify. Right, you could just buy two 1080s SLI and right. Call it's the it a day. it's the classic dilemma, right? Do you do you ever really do you get your what tw- you pay twice as much? You don't get twice as much performance, mm-hmm. but you get 12 gigs of RAM and you get a thousand more CUDA cores. Yeah, I I'm really can't. really. Go ahead. I'm really really interested to see single card performance on this because I think the difference in this case is that I think this very well could be the first card that's capable of higher ultra graphics on a 4K monitor all by itself without the need for SLI. So I'm going to be really curious to see that going forward. You know, I, that actually might be possible. You know, one thing, so one thing when I did the testing yesterday, I only had the thing for about, you know, six hours to test for I had to write the thing up. Um, I, I, at 4K, I had, a, I had a problem. To be fair, we're talking water-cooled, custom water-cooled overclock 1080 card. There are a lot of a lot of things where it's just dead even between the uh, Titan, the new Titan X and the 1080. Yeah, I saw you pushing pushing it to 5K. Right. So the only way is like, okay, I'm going to try 5K. Let's just take it up a notch. And actually, there you could see, you know, you you're looking at you know, 15 to 30 percent differences. Yeah, so. I mean that's what I was saying. Like the the VRAM on the 1080 is already so high that I wouldn't expect there to be a huge difference at 4K even. Yeah. Because uh, like I'm not. I mean I'm running, you know, new games all the time. And that that nine ATI barely ever maxes out on a lot of games, uh, and so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I, I think it is that same thing. Like Nvidia is like, hey, here's our our card that we're going to position sort of as a gaming card because we know some people will buy it for right. that. Right. But like I I don't know if I would recommend it. Uh, the I, th- I think this one card. they're really trying to push as a compute card though. Like they're making a big deal. They announced at last year. They announced the old Titan X at Game Developers Conference. Whereas this one, it was like some random artificial intelligence meeting in San Francisco, and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> we have this now," and they really push in this new measurement for uh, deep learning, something inference, I believe. Yeah. Uh, with this card, and when I asked them about it, they said straight up, "Look, man, we're looking to focus more on compute tax with this right out the bat, at least." Right, but I mean, they say that, but then who do they? Where do they break it out at? I mean. Tim Sweeney was on the stage, right? Uh, Didn't he not, come out? No, that was the guy from. That was the old. Oh, so it was the. Oh, the old. The one. new Titan X was like the AI guru from Baidu or something. Yeah, see, I blame Nvidia for this <laughs> because you know I was like when I was like I I was reading a Google story last night and I swear it's like wait so Tim Sweeney was on stage and 
Wait, and I said, well, that seems like that's the same thing they did the previous year with the original Titan X. <laughs> but of course, I was just reading about the Titan X. Yeah, I wasn't reading about the Titan X. This is, this is the problem I have with the Razor Blade also, because they bring out a new one every year, and it's always exactly the same name. So then you have to do like the, the 2016 in parentheses. It's a very Mac approach, but you don't see it. that very often it. in PCs. Yeah, I'm, I know. It's... it's, it's, it's Especially if you're buying used, that sucks. It's annoying, and I, although I do think, you know, from a company's point of view, they think, oh, branding, branding. You know, we talk about MacBook like it hasn't changed in 20 years, but it's there's obviously big differences. Mm-hmm. And I think all the PC vendors are like, you know what, we're going to call this XPS 13, and then you just rebuild the brand around XPS 13. Yeah, and then you then you have the crappy model number attacked on the end. Right, it's and like then you got the year and the... Yeah. 10 alphanumeric characters. Yeah, that sucks. And then... Uh, but I mean, the Titan X. It, to me, it's, it's a little bit like the mobile um, GTX nine, uh, 980. Remember that? Because mm-hmm. you had GTX 980 desktop, and then they came out with a one-for-one card in mobile. Damn near same performance, right? What's it called? GTX 980. Which, of course, people think, oh, they got a GTX like like if there's a full PCIe, you know, double wide card jammed in a laptop. It's like, <laughs> no, it's it's not. But <laughs> could you, you know, say something to help us differentiate it? But. Oh, they said, I asked them about it specifically, actually, and they said what they're going to do is just put the name of the GPU architecture after Titan X whenever they're talking about it. So they're going to call this one Titan X Pascal, and when they talk about the old one, they're going to call it Titan X Maxwell and stuff like that. Are they still carrying the Maxwell card then? I mean, I don't... Uh, I don't know. So I'm why sure there's still some out there. So, But the official name... And the, 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 here's the thing that's even more confusing. If you pull the card out, it says GeForce GTX on top. I know. It's just like, what? I thought it wasn't called GeForce GTX, but the card says on the, on the actual case, and we will do that in a second when we break out. Should I, should I just do the reveal now, big uh, reveal now? One second. We, we have a question from a higher level. Uh, Kartik uh, on Facebook is asking. Uh, I don't. He wants his $5 back? He, he does want his $5 okay. back, sorry. Uh, he's asking RX 480 or GTX 1060 from a, from a higher level. I know we're, we're talking all this uh, oh. real expensive cards, but on the expensive lower end. Cards. We're actually, you know, we're gonna, why don't we hold that? just for a second because we'll move on to the oh, second you're right. topic you're right. RX you're right. 460, 470 hang on we're not trying to drag you out here to make you watch further all right, and let's, yeah no let's, let's, Adam, let's the do the reveal right, we're going to do the I'm big sorry, reveal I'm... here so all the testing I did last night <clears throat> I'm sorry <clears throat> so NVIDIA did not seed um, Titan X Pascal cards to the press so the only way we got it was in this magical machine here which I'm going to bust out guess what's in it bam Falcon Northwest Frag Box Two, beautiful. It's beautiful, but the thing that it will, looks like a projector. It doesn't. It's, it has a handle here, or yeah. or a really big lunchbox. A really <laughs> big lunch. Really hungry. This is of course a classic lunchbox shape. I um, totally love Falcon Northwest designs, though, man. All those boxes nice. look great. But so um, the thing is, is, this is all made in America, correct? Or uh, this is, I believe, and I don't, you know, I'm sure he's going to hate me talking about this, but I believe this is a built by Silverstone Case. They have a, they, he has a, he he basically works with a case vendor to have it built to his specs, have it modified, nice. But this is not uh, built in the US. So uh, this is, of course, micro ATX inside. But you are going to crap your pants when you hear what's inside here. Let's pull the top off, and can I do it without breaking it? And I have broken them before. (laughs) <laughs> oh. I'll put this over here, <laughs> and we'll, we'll have to paint a word picture for the, uh, the paint people a word who picture. are you, just listening. If you don't uh, have the, the uh, advantage of uh, video, this video phenomena. So inside this red, smaller than a bread box or uh, toaster oven, in, in today's language, 
uh, is a is a PC with two Titan X cards, air cooled, and of course that's what twenty four hundred dollars in GPUs. Then you put a fifteen hundred dollar Intel ten core Broadwell E chip inside, sixteen gigs of RAM, and just to make you feel even worse, uh, Falcon put in this machine the brand new uh, nine fifty Evo M dot two drive, so it's NVMe drive fast as hell, and the ultimate a four terabyte Samsung SSD, the, the world's largest <laughs> wow. SSD. So, so that thing's like the PC you can buy today, but basically. Did you say 16 gigs of RAM? Yeah, 16 gigs. Did they just cheap out on that? They were like, ah. Eh. I, you know, I was kind of wondering. <laughs> it's like, like, why, think, why wouldn't you go like 64 gigs of RAM or something at that point? I think it was probably because um, maybe because you want to hit certain clocks. You know, you get to higher density yeah. and maybe, maybe not hit the clocks. And then they may not have been available it, it's just profile. it's a little funny after you've after you've rattled off all the rest of this. Yeah, I was oh, kind of thinking sixteen gigs of RAM. Well, so this is a micro ATX board. It's in a it's an ASUS board, pretty nice board. It's only remember X ninety nine, but since it's micro ATX, they have to cut some of it out. It's got four four dims, mm-hmm. so they could max it out right now with the dims at thirty two gigs. Thirty two, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Okay, hey. You get, you get the nice paint job. Hayden just had to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> what, four terabyte hard drive is not enough? Yeah, you can't impress everybody. I mean, four I terabyte guess. SSD. If I want a, a top-end gaming PC, I want it to be top-end. Hayden's probably like, well, they could put a 10 terabyte hard drive in. <laughs> you know, why not just why not do that, man? It looks but, very pretty on this side. So two Titan X's in SL. God, I guess two Titan X Pascal cards in SLI. Well, and you're right. It does say uh, GeForce GTX on the top. I can see it from here. Yeah, can you see it? So what? what I is, can see it can from we, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. Yeah. So because I read you all the stories it. and everybody, and you know everybody on the internet, you know, read it. Uh, it's not called GeForce GTX. That's a difference. Oh, really? Because the card says that. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I don't understand. Like, I, Nvidia needs to come down from the mountaintop. Jensen needs to come down with the tablets and just like tell us, like, what is this thing called, man? We don't know what to call it. I right? mean, I would be fine if they just got rid of GeForce GTX in general. And, really? Yeah, it's just too much. Well, and it's kind of a long name, especially to write out. It's like yeah, I'd Nvidia be down with GeForce just, GTX yeah, 1080. I'd be down with just GTX, maybe, or yeah. just GeForce. Either way. Yeah. But there's so much. There's so much, you know, everybody knows G- GeForce and GTX. It's, so, it's sure. such a built-up. Uh, but so just choose one. Everyone yeah, knows I, them. I, I personally well, well, would GeForce say GTX is better. And GTX means it's like a desktop card, whereas GT is usually like the lower-end cards. That's like They all much. have weird meanings. Well, but uh, except they put them in laptops, too. So you GeForce GTX 980M, GeForce <laughs> GTX 980. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, NVIDIA. Uh, did did, uh, did you mention how much this, uh, this box is? This box? Remember. Uh, since we you got you can get in line for not a chance to possibly ever get this box for free, I believe it is a grand total of roughly eighty five hundred bucks. But you know he only hit that because you didn't put in a full thirty two gigs like Hayden. <laughs> at, fir- at first, I thought you said a grand total, as in like a thousand. Oh yeah, I was like, wow, what a thousand dollars! What a deal! Yes, what a deal! No, not really. <laughs> yes, a thousand dollars in nineteen twenty eight dollars, which today would be about I don't know, probably eight grand or ten grand. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this machine, uh, interestingly, so I was putting up against a full-size tower box. This machine at 5K definitely had, you know, maybe a 20 30% advantage over a 5K 1080 box. Water-cooled, overclocked, so that ain't, that ain't nothing to sneeze at. So, 
It's pretty impressive for what you're getting in a machine this small. And um, are, are you doing a review on this box, or are you just reviewing the cards? I'm going to be reviewing the machine, and we'll be using it in a different video later on. But um, right. this this was, as I understand it, the only way people could really get a Titan X new Pascal card ahead of schedule. So just so I could see what it was like. And it, at 5K, you're pushing it. Which, you know, interesting, because I, I think a lot of people say, yeah, I'm not, I don't have a $2,000 5K panel. But if you think about dual 4K, or if you think about even... I haven't looked at what, what you need to really drive a, a high refresh rate 27-inch uh, panel. Oops, there's my phone. <laughs> oh, to put it in uh, vibrate. oh, wow. Rookie. Rookie move. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I can't reach it. <laughs> well, actually, you know, let's take a quick break. What, what is that? It's lighting up on your on the table. I can see it oh, right in front of you. This is my Star Trek communicator. Yeah, yeah. Please show this off. I've been very excited to yeah. tell people about this. But if I answer it, it'll be like something yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> I'm going to wait for it to stop. Yeah, you don't have to like, answer it. It's fine. Honey, there, your hemorrhoid cream's ready. Yeah, my hemorrhoid cream's ready. Can you pick up some hemorrhoid cream? <laughs> <clears throat> so this is the Think Geek Star Trek communicator, which I've unfortunately dropped and scratched already. But this thing is just, it, it's basically a Bluetooth speaker. Look, check this out. Uh... Fancy. Wow, the little thingy moves. Yeah, too. the little little thing spins. It and it's awesome. It's pretty loud and you can you know you can be on the train, you can just answer this outside. I did it the other day and man, all these like women ran away like, "Whoa, what's up with this dude?" <laughs> it's a uh... I'm married, fortunately, <laughs> but it's like a repellent. You know, you, you've always told me that the uh, that's that's the way for a a wife to to yes. really keep the other women away yes. is to give you really nerdy stuff, you know. Yeah, so it's true. It's That's... automatic. Generic. I told my wife because I bought it for a, birth, a birthday present for myself. She's like, okay, cool. As long as you use it because <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't got to worry about anybody else be using that. So On the subject of Star Trek, real quick, sorry to keep derailing, but you so guys fun. seen the new movies? I, I did. Yeah? What do you think? Yeah, it was yeah. okay. Did you like the last two? <laughs> uh, I liked the first one. I did not like the, the Wrath of Khan reboot. Oh, yeah, the Rathacon one did not work. <laughs> yeah, it was real dorky. But this one was okay because I'm boycotting it now. It, it's I'm okay. boycotting the whole timeline until it's, it gets rebooted. It's okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> more like classic Trek, which is what I had heard, but it's still not classic Trek, and there's some real cringy moments uh, in there. Mm. So, whatever. As it's long fine. as this, I mean... If, there, we saw it at the Alamo, though, so like you're drinking, oh. you're eating food. Like, who really cares? Was there stiff acting and interstellar diplomacy in front of a long table? Uh, there was not. See, that's not a Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Star saying, Wars, it's, 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 they're getting it confused. Star Wars is the series where everyone's acting like Han Solo and running around saving the universe. Star Trek is all about the diplomacy, man. Yeah, yeah right. it, it'll never happen. We're never getting that back. But, <laughs> yeah. So sorry to bring us back on topic. We got a good question from uh, Anu Martin. Uh, he's saying, uh, is the GTX 10 series really necessary? Is there any game use... In the card, the the CPU is never the bottleneck. Uh, the yeah, the 1080. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the, all all these ones in the 10 series. Yeah, rarely is the CPU over the bottleneck. I mean, I mean, it depends on on what you're playing and and what you're trying to push it at. Uh, yeah. Like my, I'm still running a, a 980 Ti, and it's still churning out ultra an in every part, single right? game. And yeah. you're running an i5. Part. Yeah, a really crappy i5 35. Uh, yeah, 3570 K. Yeah. I uh, I would argue that. He, Right now, yeah, CPU is rarely the bottleneck, although you do need an adequately fast CPU, you know, i5, yeah. i7, quad, probably. I mean, duals, I think those days are over, but um, yeah, do you need a 10-core? You know, not for gaming right yeah, now. Yeah, not at yeah. all. We're going to see what happens if we get the DX12, right? So DX12 games, 
maybe we'll see the equation change a little bit. And then ev- yeah, even yeah. less so probably for the uh, 460s, 470s, all those lower-end cards, huh? You mean, does the CP matter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting. Brad, you want to comment? You, you, you always want to kind of have things equal. Like, you, if you have a mid-range CPU, you want to try to have a mid-range GPU, too. Because, yeah. like, if you stick a 1080 in a box with a super low-end, like, AMD APU, I mean, that's going to choke the hell out of it. But, but uh, I want it, it, it depends on what you're playing. Like, if you're playing heavy sim games all the time, if you're playing yep. flight sims, then sure, get a get a 10-core and they'll probably use it, but... Uh, most most normal games, most games that you know you would find on Steam and play, uh, are using one core still. <laughs> so the best the best rule of thumb is just keep yeah. things equal. I think so. Like if you're buying a seven hundred dollar graphics card, put a Core i seven in there with it, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, why why cheap out in it? Honestly, the, it is the hyper threading does help in some games. I've seen that in uh, Battlefield Four when yeah. you have the physics effects, you run an i five. Or, you, or you take your i7, you turn off the hyper-threading on a quad-core, and, man, those those cores will spike up when yeah. the buildings start to collapse when there's a lot of particle effects, and you will just be running that cheap CPU at 100%. On, you turn on the hyper-threading, and you basically see, like, oh, you're not just not you're just not throttling the CPU, or you, you're not... The CPU isn't running as hard, and generally it doesn't seem to affect the game that much, but, you know, your system is doing other things, and those things may slow your system down. Because- yeah, and it might, I mean, it could be good long-term. You're you're putting less load on that CPU and uh, running it less hot. So. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, for, for most people, I mean, you definitely don't need a 10-core. You don't even really need a 6-core for, for game stuff. Uh, a good old 4-core processor is Today. still, right. still going to run pretty much everything for, I mean, we're, I, he, he mentioned DirectX 12. We're not even going to see a ton of DirectX 12 games for at least a year, probably two years out, uh, and maybe even longer than that before it becomes standard. So, uh, And DirectX 12 games don't get like magically, hey, all of a sudden we use all these cores. Developers have to specifically yeah, have to do work it. to put that in there. So. Which they not could have done have... before, they just have not. So uh, the, the difference just being in DirectX 12, it makes more sense. Um, yeah. But whether they'll do it, who knows? I mean, we got console refreshes coming up, and maybe that'll help. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think the advice is generally uh, uh, do a balance balance build. Don't use a eighty five dollar you know Celeron with your. Don't you know, skimp out on your PSU with your yeah. Don't with, don't yeah, build can, a two thousand dollar machine and buy a fifty dollar Chinese unless power you have supply. To. Well, they're all Chinese, Hayden. But well, unless you have to, I, the fifty dollar part is the more the, the blessed part. one. But um, uh, yeah. So definitely build a balance system. Don't you know thousand dollar CPU, you know, or thousand dollar GPU and hundred dollar CPU. So same, the same thing. You don't want to run a thousand dollar CPU with a hundred dollar GPU, and that's for gaming. But I, I, what I don't really believe in is there's such a thing as a hundred percent gamer. I mean, we all download videos on the internet. We all do transcoding. There's all these other things. If you really are just nothing but a gamer and you do nothing else, you could do it. You can get away with a lower end processor, but. I mean, who who lives that way? Well, and that, that's what I used to do. I, like that's why I had the thirty five seventy k because at the time I was only doing game stuff. But now I'm doing video and all that, and that's why I need to upgrade. The but that thirty five seventy k for most still games, is, for games, yeah, for most games is still it's way a good more part. Ivory Bridge is a good part. Lousy chipset at this in this in this age. But. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I should transition us on to the next topic since we've talked enough. because so, it seems like we've now set the tenor for uh, budget cheaper computing enough about the twelve hundred dollar 
Titan X Pascal card. We are going to move on to all Brad can tell us without getting AMD to land on our heads about the new Radeon RX 460 and 470 card. I don't, and, and I don't even know anything about it because I've been so busy, Brad. So, All right. Well, this past week, you know, AMD months and months ago, before the uh, RX 480 even launched at E3, the uh, CEO, Lisa Sue, came out and said, hey, look, we have a RX 460 and RX 470. And that's all they said. <laughs> and they haven't said anything about it since. And people are like, hey, what's up with these cards? Where are these cards? Can you give us anything? Uh, last Friday, they announced the full specifications for both the RX 470 and the RX 460, which are the RX 480's little brothers, obviously. And uh, are, are they NVIDIA killers? He can't say. I don't know. <laughs> you can tell us what this you know publicly. Oh, you it was don't the know. announcement oh, okay. the other day. They announced all the specs and everything. That, that good old Adam tried to break the embargo, Patrick Murray. <laughs> I'm going to point out Oops. something for people who watch the Full Nerd show and have seen Brad's office. Normally, there's a gigantic pile of video cards and crap behind him. True. But today, it's not there. Does that have something to do with the new cards? Uh-huh. I mean, are, are you making room? He can't for... even. Kenny can't even acknowledge that. Uh oh. Uh oh. Can't even blink once or whatever. <laughs> uh. So. So yeah, these cards came out. Right, they're going to be uh, you know continuing AMD's graphics for the masses push, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, the interesting thing is, even though the RX four seventy is launching two days from now, and the RX four sixty is launching next Monday when we're recording this, um, they haven't announced pricing for any of it yet. There's no official pricing yet, so they still haven't said they've given us all the details. You can tell how many you know streaming processors are in this card, but you have no idea what you're going to pay for it yet. Oh, so, good. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> do you, why is that? Do they? I mean, are they afraid? Afraid uh, Nvidia is going to like ship you a box with a, a 1050 or something? Suddenly, I like, have no idea. Uh, Maybe it's so nobody gets mad guess, when it goes a thousand dollars over MSRP out the gate. <laughs> If I had to guess, I would look at the specs. I did this in my PC World write-up of the of the uh, specs. Um, if you look at the specs for the RX 470, it's actually like really, really close to the RX 480. Like It looks like it'll probably deliver pretty close to the performance of the RX 480, so they're probably trying to figure out exactly how to price that in and not mess everything up. And then they don't want to press the, price the RX 460 until they know how much this costs, so on and so forth. Is a, is a, which of the two cards can do VR? The yeah, RX 480 can do VR. The original one, the $200 one, that's already out. Right. They haven't mentioned VR about the RX 470. You're going to have to wait and see reviews on that. Um, but they're at least not pushing that from like a marketing perspective, as you can tell? No, not at all. They haven't mentioned that once. Uh, they're p- positioning the RX 470 as the ultimate 1080p card. So, Or really, really great 1080p gaming. As opposed to the RX 480, which is like no compromises, 1080p gaming, pretty good 1440p and VR. And the is the for, RX 480 have the price settled down? It, it's really finally a two hundred dollar GPU at this point. Or, uh, you can't buy any no. of them still. Man, if you could. <laughs> What's really interesting is that there's only a handful of aftermarket uh, RX 480s that have even hit the streets yet. Like I reviewed a Sapphire. Nitro RX 480 the other day, and that was like the first card to hit the streets. Um, a couple of other sites have uh, reviewed Asus, Asus, pardon me, models of the RX 480, and damn, uh, dude, I'm not sure they even came out. I'm not sure you can buy them yet. Like they're, <laughs> what's up with that? Of course, I <laughs> yeah. mean, you know, good luck getting a 1070 or 1080 right now. I don't even yeah, know what the 1060s are looking like. 
Yeah, a bunch of the RX 480s are mid-August for custom cards. But the RX 470, they haven't said what's going to be available on launch day. Uh, the RX 460, just stepping it down a little bit, is pretty much like uh, AMD's version of the you know the old NVIDIA GeForce 750 Ti. Yeah, it's the, the uh, eSports single card, slot right? card, 75 watts. You don't need an external power connector. So hmm. I don't It'd understand a- that eSports thing, but... All right. Yeah, is it? I understand esports, but uh, if you look on Steam, man, millions of people every day do. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying I don't understand esports. <laughs> I don't understand why um, uh, uh, suddenly a budget card is an esports card. Well, like, uh, to that, me, it's, it's like it's a marketing thing, right? They want to hit that league, the league and Dota people that like need yeah. the bare minimum to play. They're not uh, rolling and, and, two Titan X's. Yeah, exactly. And mm. and so uh, this car or these sorts of cards are really good for like people who who grew up working class and stuff like that and and play league all day and uh i think that's why why this has become like a big marketing buzz it's also a lot easier to convince your parents right like if you're like a 15 year old kid and you're like i want a gaming pc mom it's a lot easier to convince them to buy a 150 dollar car than it is to to convince them to buy a 600 dollar 1080 you. Yeah, just a couple of weeks ago, I reviewed that AMD APU system, yeah. and you had to turn stuff down. Like, if you wanted to hit close to 60 frames a second, League ran it just fine and high. But in a lot of other games, you had to turn down the visual settings or even go down to, like, 1600 by 900, you know, 720p. Whereas if you buy this, you can say, hey, buy this $100 card, and you'll be running it all at high at 90 frames a second. I mean, yeah, that's right. a huge plus for these people who put in dozens and dozens and dozens of hours into these games. Yeah, no, I think I get it now. Because I, I'm when I think esports, I think the people have already made it. They've got the jerseys, they got the hats, and everything. Yeah, no, it's it's more for like the kids coming up. It's for the kids. Most people, up. most most people don't have the jerseys and the hats. Yeah, you got to be good. The other I interesting try, thing about right? the RX would sports, suck. Uh, well, the trick for you. Yeah, well, if they, they ever like make a, a World of Warships esports competition, yeah, World of you'll War- be right on top. No, I'm sure hey, they do. Is I'm there sure a TV show where it's like America's next pro gamer? Uh, and probably, you try out, they and probably it would have just like be like fifty thousand people laughing at you because like, <laughs> like, what are you? Why are you? No, don't camp there, idiot! Don't what? Uh, it would you probably be a, a lot judge, more, a you lot could be more a toxic judge. than that. You could be um, I, Simon. I don't, I don't think that I could be a judge. Like I can't follow esports. Well, I, I particularly like your use of the uh, the knife in that corner, <laughs> but um, no. Uh, Nice. Another interesting thing about the RX 460 is because it is a 75 watt card that's so small uh, in the reference model, it's a very small card. It's like the Nano, uh, but it has HDMI 2.0. It has all the latest display port and everything. It could also be actually a really, really awesome uh, home theater PC card. Oh, because it's so quiet, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah and theory, it's not fanless, but practically fan. I mean, it must be very low power. 75 watts is nothing, so. Yeah, so you would think between the small size and, you know, all the latest display technologies and support for HDR TVs and stuff like that, you'd think it'd be a pretty good option for uh, home theater PCs because, like, the 750 Ti, you know, the old workhorse and that thing doesn't support all those newest, latest, and greatest technologies. So yeah, That's true. If you were building a, a – just for video playback, it'd be pretty awesome, I would think. Yeah. But yeah. we don't – of course, we don't know – we don't know the things that are important, price and performance – should we guess? Can we guess without getting you in trouble? Can we? We can guess prices, and you're not gonna. Sure, Aiden. What's your guess? Uh, for for four sixty, uh, I would say four sixty comes in around one hundred and twenty ish. 
And the I don't, I don't think they're going to go below 100. I think if they did, that would be amazing. But 120 seems about right. And then like 160, maybe. That would give them an even spread. Hmm. Okay. That's, I mean, you know, honestly, if you can get near 480 performance for 160 bucks. Yeah. Of course, that's, that's pretty. Adam, you got any guesses? One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that. Yeah. Four dollar. <laughs> well, no, it's it's prices right rules. You know, I, I'll get it. Right. I hate those yeah. rules. Yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be 121 dollars. There we go. There we go. He totally just screwed over Hayden. Well, it's yeah, been I, fun. That seems right. I mean, I would guess. I would think 470 would be. I mean, they are in a dilemma there because if 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 the four gig 480 is really 200 bucks once they get out enough supply gets out. It seems like 175 is like a good sort of like. Yeah, maybe. And then uh, 150. That's, that's what I'd guess 170, 175, somewhere like that for the 470. Man, that is just a lot of video cards you're getting for 170 bucks. Yeah, right? It's pretty insane what you can get these yeah, days. Yeah, it, it would have been great back when I was building my first system because back then it was like a 7850 was still, I think, 225 bucks. And that was not a great card. <laughs> yeah, those are not that. Those days, are, I mean, it was it was a fine card for budget performance, but like that was you know, it was not no compromise. If I could have gotten 1080p, or yeah, whatever. if I could have gotten a seventy eight fifty for like one hundred and fifty bucks, one hundred one hundred and forty, that would been great. Man, those old video cards, just yeah, it, it's always fun to take the old video cards and compare it to these new like budget cards and watch them. I have some old cards, Brad. I, I should send you like a seven eighty GTX. I think I have. I'm down. We're not seven eighty. Seventy eight hundred. I have like a seventy eight hundred somewhere in the garage, so it should work if it's not been rained on or something. <laughs> well, uh, back back to that original question on Facebook. Oh yeah, between the ten sixty, you know, what's what's still the the good spot between ten sixty and any any of these? Um, well, we don't know yet about the four seventy and four sixty. Can't talk about that. Don't know it. It's not out yet. Um, the four eighty and the ten sixty. Uh, they're both great cards. I mean. The 1060 runs a little cooler, runs a little quieter, does a little bit better. But the RX 480, uh, you know, it's it's significantly cheaper, at least in this 4 gigabyte model, than the 1060. And it still gives you damn fine 1080p performance. So, I mean, it's really up to you which one you want to buy. They're both great. You can't go wrong with either one. But I think you were leaning towards uh, 480, right? For, um, like, I think, for I think it's, for, for, for most people, content. it's the better value. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you slap an aftermarket cooler on there and you put it in your system, you're still getting it for 220 230 whatever. And that's still significantly less than a GTX 1060. Yeah. Uh, and if you have a 60 frames per second monitor, then they'll both essentially do the same. So so we're, we're still not seeing 1060s at uh, 250. That's just sort of like vaporish at this point. We did on lunch day. There was there was some on lunch There's day, one. but it's, it's one <laughs> card, one at this price. Oh, and you, every time you see the, the newspaper ad. One Jeep Grand Cherokee, four thousand dollars. I think we one saw more GTX 1060s at MSRP than we saw any other card recently released from AMD or NVIDIA. So, yeah, hmm. I can't it's even keep on top of it. It's crazy. It's because they're actually competing with each other in this price range. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good competition. That's why competition yeah. is good market. It's going to be so long before those cards come down, though. Like uh, the was it the 280 that was like. You couldn't find it at MSRP for six months or something afterwards. Yeah, but a lot of that was the Bitcoiners, you know. They really yeah. just That's, that's still that. a problem uh, with the AMD cards. There's reports that a bunch of the Ethereum, I think it's called, the the new Bitcoin, Yeah, uh, they're buying up those cards like crazy, and so that's part of the reason that's out. Oh, hmm. 
Woo. Well, and I, I was at, uh, I sent this to Gordon, but I, I was at Best Buy uh, the other day. Don't ask why. Uh, but they had a... No, why? I want to hear. You don't want to know. He has a, I will tell you, he has a blue shirt, and he just goes in there to mess with people. Yeah, I Excuse don't work me, for the Geek Squad. which no. of these should I buy? Well, let me tell you. I thought you were going to say he was moonlighting there. No, he just goes in and misdirect people. Gives people all the wrong information. No, uh, so uh, I, f- I forgot to bring this up for the stream, but uh, there's two... There's a shelf. Uh, one of them has a bunch of boxes of 1070s, for four hundred and fifty dollars, uh, and one of them is an empty space with no boxes of ten eighties for seven hundred dollars. Hmm. So, good. That's that's the local Best Buy. I Oakland. didn't know that you could buy cards that good in Best Buy these days. I thought that you would go to Best Buy and it would be like a card from ten years ago. Because <laughs> like that's how they're, it still they're usually is. Yeah, well, their PC game section. Every time I go there, it's like. Hey man, you want to buy the Diablo two battle chest? <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, you know the what's pe- funny is even those old they do they have stacked those old graphics cards, and what's funny is they still have them locked up with those little security yep. things like anybody's <laughs> yep. gonna steal them. Yep, right. Yeah, and then they, yeah, but you know actually they do have pretty new new cards there. I think because they Best Buy. I was there's a vendor that's coming out with a laptop, and he, he had a, bat, a Best Buy SKU that. And I was like, wow, really? And, you know, they really do have some pretty nice laptops. Yeah, there. I'm impressed because well, everything that I've gone there for is like like keyboards or whatever. Yeah. Well, and I, every and time I walk you, in, it's like six-year-old model that they never got rid of. Can you imagine how pissed you'd be like if you're like, mom, I want a 480. And your mom goes to Best Buy and comes back with like a GTX Ooh. 480. <laughs> that card that ran so hot. Well, and, and I mean, if this is any indication, uh, you know, like they, they could just be showing a, an empty space just to get people hyped or something. But I mean, that means that all these 1080s sold at seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Like that's well, that's well I want to know who's buying, like who's walking into a Best Buy to buy a graphics card at this point. A lot of people do because it's really hard to find online. So a lot of people, yeah, I guess that makes say, sense. Go to stores. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's like the Oculus when they start selling their rifts at uh, at Best Buy. Oh, they are. Oh, I didn't oh know really? That. Yeah. Oh, they, wow. uh, that was that was the big controversy in May. They hadn't fulfilled all their pre-orders yet, and then they were like, "We're going to start selling them at retail." And people just can't wait. Sometimes, and too. people were like, "What the hell? Like we we put <laughs> in a pre-order? <laughs> yeah, I put in a pre-order three months ago. What's going on?" <laughs> Actually, let's play a game. I do in the rest of the picture. I was only taking a picture of those, but in the rest of the picture, I'm noticing uh, they have 960s on the shelf. Uh, anyone want to guess the price? It's it, it does have a sale sticker on it. Two hundred dollars. Hayden. Uh, one ninety nine. Brad. One seventy five. One eighty nine, pretty oh. close, pretty mm. close. Brad, Brad wins because he didn't go yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, all right. I was just <laughs> like, I should have done one dollar. One dollar. They they also have uh, a bunch of R nine three ninety X's, but I Ooh. cut the price off. I can't oh. see the price. R nine three ninety X is like a good space heater price. <laughs> good in the winter. Good yeah. winter card. Yep, that card it still kicks a lot of butt, but bring a big power supply. Yeah, that, that nine eighty Ti heats my. It used to heat my bedroom. Really? Like, yeah, oh, I never, wow. I never needed a space heater because I would run my PC all day, and it was just keep the whole. Yeah, room my hot. office is always sweltering. Yep. <laughs> All right, you know, I better move on to the next move topic it on, move it on. I get yelled at again. <laughs> so um, so the next topic, we're moving on to the Builder's Corner, and Hayden just did a huge roundup of gaming headsets, so we would definitely want to talk about gaming headsets. You reviewed... Uh, seven of them, I seven. think. Seven. Something like that uh, over the course of about a month. But 
Uh, and yeah, it's live on PC World right now. It is live. Okay. Uh, we went through. Uh, I mean, we taught we Logitech's G nine thirty three, the Corsair Void Wireless, uh, the Razer Man of War, which is is pretty brand new. Uh, and the big thing this year is is wireless headsets are cheap. So are they not sucking though? Uh, yeah, I mean they're fine. I, I would actually. So the G nine thirty three Logitech's G nine thirty three, you can normally find on sale for like one hundred and sixty or something. Wow! And uh, I would recommend that headset to anybody that's looking for wireless. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I would even w- recommend the Corsair Void Wireless, which is I think like one hundred and twenty or something. Yeah. Uh, but it's a little, a little slicker and a little less bass. Um, but that that G nine thirty three is a great a great headset. That was the winner of that roundup. In yeah, and, it, and it's amazing because like this is a. I mean, we're talking about you know cards getting better every year. Uh, I mean, I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and I've been using headsets for longer than that. And back in the day, like when I started here, which was only three ish years ago, like Astro and Steel Series were the only wireless headsets worth using, and they were both. I mean, the H Wireless, which is now the Siberia eight hundred. That was a three hundred dollar headset, and the actually I think that was three fifty at the time, and the Astro A fifty was three hundred. Uh, so the fact that you can now get good wireless headset performance for one hundred fifty ish, that's amazing to me. So it doesn't fuzz out any of that kind of typical. No, wireless I thing. mean not not a, I mean not if you're in a normal range. Like if you're going to walk to the other end of your apartment, sure, but but sitting like you know two feet away from the PC or, or 10 feet away from the TV. Like those headsets sound great. Hmm. Do you um, think it's uh, the convenience is worth it over wired headsets? Oh, absolutely. I never. So, so we still have a wired recommendation, uh, which is the HyperX cloud. And, mm-hmm. and the good thing about that is it's, it's 80 bucks and it's a great sounding gaming headset. Um, but like for, I, I have like a million wires attached to my PC. I'm sure you guys are the same. Like I have, you know, uh, uh, mouse, keyboard, uh, two VR headsets normally, uh, a bunch of random receivers for different, different doodads. Uh, so like any wires I can cut out, great. And the thing about wireless headsets is you don't lose any performance. So like why would you run the wire? Uh, well, the, yeah, the, the only time that you have die, to, though, they always die. Well, but that's the thing. So, so the G nine thirty three has an eight hour battery, uh, which is is pretty mm-hmm. decent. And then some of the other headsets we looked at, the Razer Manowar and the Void Wireless, both did like twelve to fifteen hours easily. Well, and how how do they charge? Because I'm just not familiar with uh, the wireless stuff. So most of them charge with a uh, the same way the A fifty used to, which is you have a micro USB and you can plug it in and keep oh, using okay. it while it's charging. Huh. So. So I had been using the A50 for a long time and and still mostly use the A50. I I like the sound of those, but uh when those die, I just I have a cord there. I plug it in and I take it away when I'm done. Uh but like the G933 and especially the Void Wireless and the Razer Man War, like I would plug those in when I left my computer and then when I came back it was always charged. And these are these are USB audio, they're not analog audio. Yeah, they're all USB. You're not a so you prefer USB audio. These no, days? I, I I prefer analog, but I, it's the same thing. Like the for what you're losing, uh, the fact that you don't have to use a wire and you don't have to have a wire like get tangled around your feet or if you spin in your chair or whatever, it doesn't get tangled all over. Right. Uh, I I don't think that it's a huge deal, especially for gaming purposes. Like I wouldn't say I'm not going to tell you to mix an album, <laughs> right, on a, on a G933. 
Uh, but if you're just like, I want to watch a movie or I want to play video games, like I don't think it's a huge deal. Huh, interesting. So your USB, Brad, what do you use at home? for? You know? I actually don't have a gaming headset. Oh. What I have is like a fancy pair of Sennheisers for music yeah. and this fancy ass, you know, podcasting mic. So well, and that's the always been for- the that's always been the like recommendation is like hey you could get really nice headphones and a mic for for about the same cost and that is absolutely true like you could spend a hundred bucks on studio headphones and and you know eighty bucks on a, a snowball and mm-hmm. get like a pretty good setup. Uh, it's not but, as like, convenient. The, yeah, the convenience of a of having it all in one I think is normally. I'm actually looking to buy. I'm glad we're talking about this. I'm looking to buy because it's just such a pain in the butt to connect this to that and then plug in the headsets and yeah, and, and like make <laughs> sure that the mic is the the proper mic every time. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know. I I understand where those people are coming from, and if you really are are like, I need audiophile performance for my for my video games. Like, great, get a nice pair of headphones. You can get a a really good set of headphones for two hundred bucks. But if you're just like a guy that wants to to play games and and have the convenience of being able to talk, I don't know. I th- I think a gaming headset is usually a a a more reliable option for most people. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I'll I'll have to try USB audio again. I I uh, I'm I'm old school. I actually use a Sound Blaster card. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? People are like, what Sound Blaster? I got to go look that up. So it's a it's a sound card you put in your computer, and I yeah. use analog um, headset. Actually, Sound Blaster, which I'm a big fan of, well, and that's the thing. Like, I have I have a a pair of headphones that I use for music stuff that were were nice headphones that I keep on the side, yeah. um, but like, uh, it's just not very convenient for for most purposes. Like, they yeah, they're already plugged in. I just the, you know if I also need to like bring a mic around and and stuff like that, like whatever, I can flip a mic down from a headset. Huh. Yeah, I've had this set up forever, but I only started like in the past year or so, like playing online shooter games again, stuff like that, where you communicate with other people, and yeah. it's just a pain in the ass with this. Yeah, well, and it also like most most room mics end up picking up a lot more background. So like my my girlfriend and I actually have this problem because we game in adjacent rooms, and uh, for a while she was using she has a a Yeti that she uses for streaming, and she was using that as her as her mic during Overwatch. And uh, it got like very frustrating because I would be doing something in the other room, and she'd be like, "I need this turned down because everybody's picking it up on the mic." And I, <laughs> I eventually just gave her a headset. I was like, "Please just use yeah. this." I have to leave mine on mute most of the time because you can pick up the. I have uh, cherry blue keys. You can yeah. pick it up. All yeah, the, the, time. the keyboard yeah, or like the keys, if yeah. you have a squeaky chair, it always picks mm. up the squeaks in the chair and right. stuff. So a headset's better. Yeah, definitely for that. Well, Adam, I didn't ask you. I don't want to leave you out of the club. What are you using? I mean, come on. I'm a professional. Oh, all right. <laughs> I've got earbuds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I definitely I, I have some mixing headphones at home. But, I mean, I I don't know about you guys. I, I just don't talk that much on... Oh, I oh don't you're one playing. of those people. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm a lurker. I'm, uh, I'm not no, much of a communicator. No, you don't... You don't want to hear me in a video game. <laughs> you don't want to hear my frustration. See, yeah, Gordon, might. I just assume that you zig, play. don't zag. <laughs> don't you see? Why are you zigging? Zag right now, Gordon. I just assume that you're you're role playing your role as captain in World Warships. <laughs> so oh, oh hi. God, the worst thing. It's just like you just want to like, and I can't. Hard to yeah. Hard to port. <laughs> you just want to like. It's hard not to just see. I mean, it, I can't imagine playing a shooter and then like 
and I can't use bad language here, but you would just be, I mean, you would, they're just like, why are you, why are you zagging? This turn, we zig. I said that last time. I, so we just normally, you know, like chat and we have Discord set up for, for our whole group. And so playing Overwatch, we just oh, normally okay. are, are chatting in Discord. And it, I mean, I'm rarely actually talking about what's going on in the game. It's mostly yeah. like, well, hey guys, how's it going? So you're, you're not in game chat. You're not, you know. No, because yeah, okay. I don't want to so be in game that, chat. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk to pubs normally, yeah. but I'll yeah. talk to Meanwhile, friends. Adam's sitting in the corner quietly playing Bastion yeah. on offense. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm like, huh, I wonder what they're doing over there. He's 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 the third Widowmaker on that team. <laughs> <laughs> well, and everybody's like, hey, hey, Switch. And Adam can't hear them because he's using earbuds. <laughs> you know the the other thing I don't want the reason other reason I don't want to talk to people besides the fact that I will lose my mind and scream at everybody. But I don't want to be like in chat with a bunch of thirteen year olds with thirteen year old reflexes, hand eye coordination, and me. You you just don't and want just listen to hey old man, what's wrong with you? Can't you play? You know. Yeah. I, you don't oh, want he, them to talk about your He sounds like an old man. He sounds like an old man. <laughs> what voice? Are you using some kind of like voice shifter? Because you sound like a, you sound like an old gamer who sucks, and you play like an old one who sucks. Yeah, you you're on dial-up modem, old man. <laughs> Screw you, kid! I'm playing on two Titan X's. <laughs> Mommy, get me two Titan X's. The other day, I was playing a battle royale mod for Arma Three. And in that game, everyone gets dropped into a lobby and you can run around and wait for the server to fill up and talk with everything. And someone had their mic jacked all the way up and was pl- started playing the Benny Hill theme and just took off. And within five seconds, 30 people were chasing oh, him, like Benny Hill style, across the, the lobby. Oh, and at hilarious. that moment, I'm like, the internet is a wonderful place. It yeah. is. There's it's always the- those people who just leave their mic open and their music blaring in the background. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, man, it's horrible. The Arma community especially, they're a, they're a clever bunch. There's yeah. A, there's a lot of fun stuff that comes out of there. So I, I do have a question from uh, Facebook uh, from Dallas. He says, what's your thoughts on wireless Bose gaming headphones? Have you tried any of those? Uh, you're, I mean, I have not tried wireless Bose headsets, but I can. I would almost guarantee you're probably overpaying uh, for that Bose. Name. Hayden, it sounds like you are uh, disrespecting the uh, Bose brand because most people think Bose is uh, very good. But oh, yeah, it's trickery. I I it's, hate Bose. They they used they yeah, are very pol- yeah. Take it from yeah. Adam. Bose oh, is a no, polarizing no, no. company, right? Not, Adam. People not, like not they, hate, they hate it. They love it. Some people think well, it's overpriced. I, I mean, it, they make good stuff. It's just you're paying a lot sure. of money for that brand. Name also for sure. Uh, you can you can normally find comparable performance. Well, in, and and it's like if if you're in an area where you really need noise cancellation, yeah, sure, yep, uh, you know. But I yeah, I I would definitely yeah. And, and most of the time, I'm not playing. Like if you're singing in your house, I can't imagine you need that much noise canceling. Normally, like if I have sealed sealed ear headphones on, uh, that's normally enough noise cancellation for me. But yep. uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're. I mean, they're not bad. It's just normally, if you do some research, you can probably get something better for, or at least comparable for less money. Um, it's an exp- you're, you are paying through the nose for. Yeah, a I mean, I just did this brand. with my. I just yeah. did this. I'm setting up a, a my my first home theater that is completely mine, and I had to do nice. a bunch of research on speakers, and uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. It is. 
You could you could yep. spend six months researching speakers and then still feel like you messed up at the end. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's it's you just gotta get you have to get a tube amp, man. Yeah, you, know, you get that, that real. That's the thing. You get into it and you're like, sound. well, if yeah. I just, I mean, th- this problem happens with graphics cards and and building your PC too. You're like, well, if I just spent like a hundred dollars more, I could get this. <laughs> and then like you go to the next part and you're like, well, if I just spent like a hundred dollars more and suddenly you're like your fifteen hundred dollar budget is like four and a half grand and you're like how did we get here yeah but but don't forget your monster cables (laughs) the most important part of any audio setup Uh, and just throw the power supply overboard yeah that's what everybody does that's what i do on cheap mono price the the cable guys yeah buy your cables from them (laughs) what you do is you go to a big company when they're e-wasting and you just sort through and pull out those old like a uh, 25 year old Dell power supply one to go and it's hard when you're going cutting edge because you look at like the the old versions of stuff that are almost exactly the same uh, like we talk you, you know you talk about Titan X having multiple versions uh, look at like receivers for instance and man it is uh, a nightmare of stuff and those those little details matter a whole yeah well lot that's we, we ended up having too. to go with like a 2015 or or 2016 receiver because those are the only ones that support hdcp 2.2 uh and we were buying a 4k Jeez. tv so we need that uh and you can't even though I mean, you even can't though it's totally that. no mean, exactly it's not something you can really like and so it's totally firmware. useless like we could have bought like a very nice uh receiver from from 10 years ago if we were running a 1080 uh, TV, but instead we have to buy like a brand new receiver. Jeez. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, a lot of money for, but it'll look nice. Wow, I can't we, we got that. We got that 65 inch 4K Vizio coming in. So I'm I, I have a hand me down TV. So that's, should, uh, that's where I roll. <laughs> Spend all my money in my World of Warships. It's because he doesn't. I told him I was buying a TV, and he was like, "What are you buying a TV for? Yeah, what's that? Like, well, are you an old man or you, something?" Hayden? I like sitting on my so couch watching refresh movies. rate. <laughs> Yeah, right. Is that like is that like the new iPhone? You just like you, I don't understand. And of course, I just and you still didn't mute it. Sorry, because I can like <laughs> under the table. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? This is perfect. We're gonna move into our question sections. We only got three because I I didn't put out the question. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for my text message readout. Oh man, busted yeah. twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Do we have any questions from the chat first? Before we we do. Um, is the Razer Chroma worth buying? Oh, from uh, uh, for Mark a for, for he- headsets or I don't know. He doesn't say, but I, I would assume we were talking so, about headsets. So. so for keyboards, I've had some cool stuff. So they, the the problem with all of these these lighting systems is every single manufacturer has a different setup for their. I, I've talked to them in the past, and I said that it would be really nice if they unified their lighting. Like so part of DirectX or something, like yeah, an exactly. API. So if you bought like, a Logitech keyboard and a Razer headset, they would still work together. And uh, But as a result, we have various games run various things. I will say that Overwatch is tied into Chroma specifically. So uh, that game is really cool with a Razer keyboard. Hmm. Um, but on the, the trade-off is you have to use Razer switches, which are obviously not cherry. Uh, for headsets, I, I don't. you can't find many headsets without chroma lighting or without any lighting at this point so uh i don't know if it's worth it so much as like that's what you're stuck with Hmm. uh but it's not i mean it's not worth it as far as will you ever notice it because it's on your head so (laughs) 
hopefully you're talking about keyboards because keyboards, I would say, yeah, like I like backlighting. I assume you guys are the same. Uh, yep. Back, yeah. Backlight yeah, keyboards it. are are a great investment. Um, whether you need RGB backlighting, uh, it depends on your your needs. Probably not. What exactly does the lighting on your headset do? Nothing. It just looks. I mean, so like. It's key, a lot like of people like Apple, it for it's like the Apple in the back of your MacBook. It's yeah, so other people yeah, know what you exactly. Oh, right, it's right. like That's I mean, important. I, I mean, Razer is the company that made a light up mouse pad, so <laughs> it works. I get it. Okay, sorry. I'm going to move on to questions from Twitter. This is from because I'm going to screw up the name. This is from Don Lauza at uh, Gandalf R A. Uh, how can NVIDIA justify a 33% performance increase with a 100% price difference between GTX 1080 and Titan X? Mm. Regards from Good Mexico. question. Good question. That's always been the case when you get into the high end. Once you start getting to the more expensive stuff, you pay for the extra performance. That's what it is. Damn, Gordon. Uh, 1200 bucks seems a little bit steep. <laughs> 1200 bucks is indeed a little bit steep. Uh, the entire NVIDIA range, this whole generation, has been price creeping, which... Yeah, well, Intel did the same, right, with their with the yeah. processor range. Yeah, they just keep moving on up. This is what happens when you have no real competition going, so... Well, and yeah, I, right. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I don't have it with me anymore, but there there was a comment in the Facebook feed saying that, uh, oh, hey, you get $300 back for your whole... Uh, 1070 uh, <laughs> class action suit. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not 300. Raise... It's $30. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, 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 enough, it's enough to buy a very, nice, a very nice dinner at yeah. a normal restaurant <laughs> or like a normal dinner in San Francisco. Yeah, they're, but, but they're like... 970. Yeah. 970. And, and they're like, hey, we're but we're going to jack up the prices on all our cards to, to compensate, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and $30 is not enough to even buy an HB uh, SLI bridge, so... But yeah, that's always been the case, though. I mean, you always pay more for high-end cards. It's always been that way. NVIDIA's Titan has always been... They charge as much as they can because it kind of crosses between compute and graphics. Yeah, and I don't know the why Halo they. Card. I don't know why they dumped two hundred bucks onto the MSRP this time, but whatever. That's Nvidia. Well, if you want the best, I mean, I, I gotta say it's ridiculous. It's it's crazy. Just like you know, ten core Broadway E, but you know, to get the full unlocked, you know, Pascal part. I mean, man, that's a thousand more shaders. That's insane. Yeah. I'm it's really crazy. curious to see what happens with the inevitable 1080 Ti actually, because I'm curious to see. I'm. Curious to see the last one came out at six fifty. Yeah, well, that, they dropped the nine eighty price because they hit, they basically launched an IATI at the same price and then yep. dropped it. I so. think that was just a screw AMD with the Fury X pricing. Right. Yeah. I'm really curious to see where the pricing on the ten eighty Ti comes this generation. Yeah, I'm curious mm-hmm. if they raise the Titan X so that they can drop yeah. the ten eighty Ti in that like nine hundred dollar range. Thousand bucks, maybe. Yeah, jeez. But, you know, it seems like I guess that the 1080 Ti, you know, I have no insight, no briefing, nothing. But I would think, you know, fewer CUDA cores, but made the clock up higher, probably less, you know, maybe six gigs. Well, and probably get rid of that compute crap, too. Right. Yeah. The six yeah. gigs, I think, is important because that was the, the difference between the 980 Ti and that Titan was the half the VRAM. But, right. But, like, if you're running normal games, you're never even going to hit that cap anyway. So. Who knows? I know. I, and I, I guess it sort of depends on what AMD does, too, right, with whatever their cards are. So we got to wait, see how they react. Mm-hmm. But uh, next question is from Panzer Clown. Uh, do they fix the power draw of the RX 460 and 470, or is it a feature on all their cards? <laughs> <laughs> it's a feature. Uh, feature. It's a feature. Yes. Uh, I don't think Brad's allowed uh, to answer I, that. 
Yeah, I can't talk. Brad hasn't even seen yet. a 460 and a 470 yet. He doesn't. No, no idea. So he they're can't say. That, they're not on that table. Just I, I'm going to gonna guess uh, <laughs> Panzer Clown. I can guess. I can talk because I have no idea. But um, I'm going to guess they have corrected it. I, I, I suspect they didn't realize that it was spiking up that much in the 480, which is not a great sign. But I think 460, 470, especially 460, 75 watts. I, I think they'll they'll probably be not quite as efficient as Nvidia's cards are at the low end, but still within specifications. I hope. I totally agree. I don't think they would fix the problem and then let it creep back up again with the next card. Yeah. That said, I think that if you get aftermarket uh, 460s, uh, you know, the 75-watt card, whatever, if, you know, XFX or Sapphire, whoever puts out an overclocked version of it, I totally expect to see extra power pin connectors so they don't run into that problem again. Uh-huh. Okay. Last question, which I'm actually lifting from PC World's uh, um page because of this one reader has asked this of me but i'm going to ask you brad it's interesting this is from rv1111 uh why don't you test DirectX 12 to me specifically when i did some hb sli testing uh how come you don't test dx12 benchmarks uh blah, blah, blah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna make up what he's saying uh, who I mean, cares about DX11? It's it, obsolete. Yeah. Twenty titles are being planned for a Christmas 2016 release, and all new games next year will be DX12. I don't <laughs> care about DX9, so why in uh, why would I care about DX11? And basically, the only reason you are benching DX11 only when I did it, I'm guilty of that, is because it makes Nvidia look relevant. That I will. Uh preface my answer with saying i'm familiar with that name and he is very much a radeon enthusiast i i would i would guess from the tenor of his but i mean i <laughs> think really on, he comments on most graphics cards i mean there there are a couple problems here which is is first of all most people are running dx11 systems right still, and they're gonna be forever and, yeah and will be for a long time to come uh the other problem is there are not that many dx12 benchmarks out still which is is an issue especially because uh that means that you can't really uh, count on them being uh, good benchmarks until we have a, a broad base to compare between. Right. Um, but yeah, Brad, I mean, you're doing most of the benchmarking. I'm just uh, doing a few computers here and there. We have a standard suite of games that we use for graphics cards, uh, graphics cards testing that actually updated this year. And it has a mixture actually of DX12 and DX11 games. Yeah. So like it has Hitman in there. It has Ashes of the Singularity in there. Uh, we de- haven't been testing Rise of the Tomb Raiders uh, DX12 mode because it's been kind of janky. But a big part of the reason I include it in there is so that we could eventually. Uh, I agree with everything Hayden was saying. Uh, it's still in the infancy of DirectX 12. Uh, the majority of games coming out are still going to be DirectX 11. We'll see more and more DirectX 12 as they as you know time goes on. Yeah, but I would be shocked. Him saying that all games next year will be DX12, I would be completely shocked because some of those games started development two, three years ago, and and there is, I mean, well, they they could do it. They could retroactively add in add in DX12 support, but like a lot of those engines are proprietary engines, and I would doubt that all of those proprietary engines have have been upgraded to DX12 at this point. Something to keep in mind too is that DirectX12, something that a lot of uh, people who ask stuff like this in forums and whatnot, they tend to forget that DirectX 12 only works with Windows 10. Yeah. And while Windows 10 is off to a steam and start, I mean, it's still only like, what, 30% usage or something like that? Like the vast majority of people still use Windows 7. Yeah. So. 
And you can't use DirectX 12 on Windows 7. Yeah, I think we'll get there. I mean, I am I am looking forward. I, I mean, I don't think anybody is looking forward to DX 12 more more than Brad and I. Uh, oh yeah, it, it, I am. Well, but there's, yeah, there's multi-core too. CPUs to work finally. Yeah, uh, it, it is an exciting time uh, for a lot of reasons, but I don't think it'll. I mean, I, I think DX 11 will still be relevant for. Oh, definitely. Um, at, at least a year probably two years before it really is is not a, a factor anymore yeah so right now we have a mix of DirectX 12 and DirectX 11 games and we test them both I mean if you look at them we test them both I plan if people if these companies ever stop actually releasing graphics cards I want to do a big roundup of Vulcan and DX12 games and compare Nvidia versus AMD at comparable price points and generations but that would take a lot of work yeah, haven't I, done that yet, but we represent both inside of our test suites normally. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like once Ubisoft starts releasing a bunch of DX12 games because you, uh, Gordon, and I have been talking like Ubisoft for whatever reason uh, that has some sort of mandate going where they're putting out a benchmark with every single game they release at this point. It's awesome. They they did Rainbow Six, they did Far Cry, they did uh, I Division. Remember. Yeah, the Division. Division. Uh, they for some reason they've put out a benchmark with everything lately, so. Uh, once they get on board with DX12, there should be a, a good suite of DX12 benchmarks. But at the moment, it really is just like Hitman and Ashes because that R- Tomb Raider one is, is yeah. kind of garbage. And, yeah. and a bunch of the uh, ones that came out in the Windows Store, you know, all the stuff that Microsoft itself is actually publishing, Gears of War, Forza Horizon, yeah, so on and so forth. Busted. A lot of them came out super busted. But uh, I'm not sure. I might have changed recently, but uh, up in- up until recently, uh, you couldn't use like fraps inside of DirectX 12 games through the Windows Store, so you had to like use a whole different testing methodology to test Windows Store games. Hmm. And so, I mean, that makes it more difficult to integrate those DirectX 12 benchmarks too. But I was leery about them to begin with because they came out so incredibly busted at launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Quantum Break. I mean, we gave Quantum Break a six, and it was not because that game was bad. It was because the port was just janky, is all. Get out. Yeah, I would love to include many more DirectX 12 and Vulcan games in there. As soon as it's representative of what's actually happening out in the world, I plan on doing it immediately. Right, and we just don't know yet, so too early, yeah. too early. And I, I, you know, I, I I'm gonna <clears throat> close it off with I, I think it's just yeah, it's just come on, man. Anything you run today is not going to be rep- representative of DX 12 performance in 2017 at this point. So yeah. it's it's going to change wildly. So. I yeah, don't get too hung up on that. I'm sure you will ignore what I just said though. <laughs> Another interesting a lot of the DirectX twelve games that do have benchmarks, like uh Hitman and Ashes of Singularity and Total War Warhammer, are uh DirectX twelve game and evolve games, which uh you know, the way their DirectX twelve implementations work is specifically to take maximum advantage of the hardware feature that AMD has. So that kind of skews it a bit, too. So I test those in there, but I don't want to overload with too many of those because that doesn't paint a fair picture of what's actually going on. Right. We've got to keep that- all those things. When when we design our test suites, when we try to figure out what games are in there. We try to prevent to put a balanced overall view of theirs. So we have a bunch of agnostic games. We have a couple of AMD-leaning games. We have a couple of NVIDIA-leaning games. We try to keep things as fair as possible. Yep. And it's nice that there are a few AMD leaning games now because for for a couple of years in there, I mean, it was like Metro was still the Metro and the original Tomb Raider were the <laughs> were the two AMD games that actually were worth benchmarking. The so. hair tests, 
Alien <laughs> Isolation. Alien Isolation. Oh, yeah, Alien. Up. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're just over an hour, and I'm going to get yelled at any second. Somebody's going to open that door and yell at me, so I better end it, unfortunately. But it has been a joy. Um, thanks, uh, a live crowd on Facebook who have been watching and any listeners. So check back in two weeks for your fix of PC talk and the full nerd for, oh, actually I didn't, I didn't actually, oh, that's totally rude. It's like, I just, yeah, I just kicked everybody. you out of the house. Wow. I got to thank everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Brad, for being on the show. I need to thank me. So we're not going to thank Hayden because you know why? Because he went 32 gigs of RAM. And, what? No, 32 gigs in my Falcon No West machine? What? I paid $8,500. He doesn't even have a lisp. Four terabyte, four terabytes. I think two that's tight how, Nexus. That's how Gordon hears me when ah. I speak. No, I was going to try to do a, 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 an English impression that just fell apart, though. Oh. So that was a Simon. Yeah. Okay. America's well. next top gamer. Uh, anyway, we do want to not thank Hayden for being here. Thanks, Gordon. And <laughs> behind the camera? APM. APM. Yeah, thanks, guys. And subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, all those fun stuff. Yes. You know. And check back in two weeks for your fix of PC talk on The Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, oh, Google Play, just Stitcher. Send questions and comments to thefullnerd at pcworld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung. And there's the outro part right there. Yeah, okay. Hopefully nobody will watch this far. <laughs> Never mind. For sure. This, this is the sausage, right? Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was up to two o'clock in the morning testing these Titan X's. <laughs> cool. That's Thanks, why. guys. Are we out? <laughs>